Welcome to No Apology with the Bible Idiots. We are Chris and Emily Danielson. We are so glad that you decided to spend a little time with us today. It is Monday and we are yes. cruising towards September. September will be here by midweek. It's going to be a great day. Yeah, I'm looking Co- forward to the cooler weather. Yeah. I hope, I hope, I hope. couple updates. Thursday, September 2nd, that is the last show on NRB TV. Uh, we are going into hiatus so we can figure out how to raise money to actually do decent productions. Well, I, I refrain from saying that. We did some decent productions. It was just... I always want to do it better, and it always costs That's more. That's the artiste yeah. within you. It's just like as yes. a race car driver, I wanted to go faster, but we didn't have the money to go faster. There's always room for improvement. Money Seriously. equals speed, and money equals production value. Yeah. That's just reality. Well, and I, I am an artist. I paint. Yeah. And so here's, here's the biggest quandary that the artist has when to say, I'm done. Yeah, you know, because you could you could just keep going forever and eventually ruin your painting. But yeah, one of the one of the editors for Woodlawn, one of the editors for I can only imagine his name is Blake Benton. Yeah, and I was driving with him. We were going to a to an event a couple of miles away. We just started talking about artistic. Yes, and he said it, and then Steve Skipper said the same thing. Yeah. The, and but Blake Benton's the one I like to I like to you know quote him. Yeah, he said. An editor is never done. Right. They just choose to quit. Yeah. You just find a spot to quit. Right. And, uh, you know, you just move on from there. Hey, one of the things that we've been dealing with at our church is we've had a little bit of a mini exodus at our church. And there are a couple people that have left that I really feel shouldn't have left our church. But there's like five to ten that... God bless them. Thank God they're gone. It just was like a breath of fresh air in our church. Sometimes you got to make moves. Sometimes you got to do things differently. Sometimes God comes and and has things go for a reason. And what we don't want to do is we don't want to be divided against ourselves. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you choose to marry somebody and you take a vow or you choose to sign a contract, an employment contract, that's a little bit different than a handshake, I'm going to mow your yard as an employee, or hey, we're we're dating for two or three weeks. Our our son just broke up with another girl. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it it it's sad, but uh, you know, he he's he's not picky. He's just been raised to be a one-woman man, and he really wants to find a one-man woman. Yeah. And so he's been selective. Anywho, I say all that to say this. Is that- <laughs> this is like borderline airing our laundry. <laughs> Let's just put all our issues out there today. No, what, what I'm trying to say <laughs> is that I want to share with you uh, a, a long story, a letter I received from someone. Okay. And so I'm trying to set that up. And what ah. I'm trying to set it up is like from Luke eleven seventeen. it says, every kingdom divided against itself is headed for destruction yep. and a house divided against itself falls. Cannot stand. That is a <laughs> true statement true. that happens whether it be a church, whether it be a marriage, whether it be a country. Mm-hmm. And even the evil ones know this. Yeah. And so what I have been dealing with is just... The joy of watching certain people leave my church and the joy of certain new people coming to the church. And then the sadness. There's a couple people, I don't think they should have left. I think they should have stayed. And there's a couple people that, you know, I'm not sure we're the right fit for them, but hey, God sends us the sheep. We we feed the sheep that God gives us. And if mm-hmm. some f- sheep run out of the pen and they get eaten by wolves, well, I tried. <laughs> 
Oh, that sounds like a really good shepherd. Hey, I tried. In fact, we'll put that on your gravestone. Chris uh, Danielson lies here. Yeah, he tried. He tried. He tried. <laughs> no, the, the reality is, is that we make commitments to someone. If you are a regular attender of a church versus somebody who's committed to that church and both leave, they're not the same. Just like if my son breaks up with his girlfriend that he's been dating for three weeks, if a married man decides to divorce his wife, two different things. And it's, it's, it's watching this confusion around our world from just little church politics to to relationship politics to even business politics to our government yeah legit politics there is a division a darkness that is coming across america right now and have you ever heard of the guy uh, by the name of andrew torba uh, yeah, he was the kid that ate glue in my third grade. No. no, I'm just kidding. No, I've never, I've never heard the name. What? Say it again, Andrew. Andrew Torba. Torba. No, he, he is the CEO of Gab.com. Oh, sure, yeah. Nobody has suffered in the social media space like Gab.com. Yeah. I want to continue to use Gab.com. It's just more difficult to use because they can't get a mobile app. Apple right, and iOS right. and uh, Android won't let them have one. Right. They were the first boot on the throat of a company for some of these people to be emboldened to do what they did by taking the president's twitter account away taking his facebook account away they showed that they could get away with it and that the liberal judges who are on the payroll would hold up right okay because there's been a lot of lawsuits anyway andrew sent me a note and via via email i'm on his email string for some reason he sends sends a couple of them out and this last one is just an incredible truth bomb and he basically says this he says how to survive in a post-truth world of chaos wow that's really interesting and i'm watching friends go through truth and chaos my son and his girlfriend and i'm not trying to air our family laundry here but i think a lot of it was just post-truth chaos yeah yeah. And, and there was just one little issue they couldn't get past in my church it's post-truth chaos and yes yesterday sunday the 29th of august was a huge refreshing day it was so alive at our little church i was Mm -hmm. so excited but there's a pro post-truth chaos that's still going around this little town we're in and then you look at the country and you think about just this hell the secular hell of post-truth world that we're living in. Yeah. And, and this Andrew Tober sent me this email from Gab.com, and he nails it. And I want to share part of that with you today because I think that we need to be encouraged. Okay. And we need to be about peacemaking. We need to be about reconciliation when and where we can. Yeah. But there are some people in my life from businesses gone in the past, from even church relationships recently, there are some other personal relationships. I don't want them restored. I, I really don't. It's a I time mean, of, for a parting yeah, ways. Yeah, like I yeah. said, there, there's some there's some folks even recently in our little church, it's like, I'm very glad that they're moving on. God bless them. Right. You know, I hope that they can, you know, find, find the Find what king. they need, yeah, exactly. And there's always somebody that's stumbling around in the darkness and it's like, well, they're hurting their faith. They're hurting their walk with Christ. But my goal is that any of these past relationships, like there's a guy that years ago betrayed me in a big way. I forgave him. We now have a decent working relationship. I pull for this guy because he's got capacity to do something cool for the kingdom, Uh but I don't want a personal relationship with him ever again. Right, right. Now that's, blessed be the peacemakers, that is moving forward with God being in control of your life. Well, 
If you can think straight and make rational decisions when each and every day you hear conflicting and contradictory information from authoritative sources, Mm -hmm. you can't. Right. No, exactly. You you can't do that. And that's what this Andrew wrote uh, from Gab.com. He said, no one can. And that's the whole point. That's why the powers that are doing this are doing it. Well, they're wanting the confusion more more than their mantra to be believed. They just want the division and the confusion between the two. And he lays this out. Okay. And I kind of want to share it with, with our core group of Bible idiots. And you're listening, right. so you are one of them. Yeah, I'm a listener today. <laughs> he, he starts it out by saying, welcome to the secular hell of a post-truth world. We don't need to wear masks. No, wait, now we do. Hold up, now we need to wear two masks. We can stop wearing masks now. Surprise, we need to wear masks again. Yeah. Actually, it turns out masks aren't as effective as we thought. Right. We just need 15 days to slow the spread. Now we need a month, maybe a year. Never mind. We didn't need to lock down at all. It caused more harm than good. Don't take the vaccine that Donald Trump rushed to market. You didn't get the vaccine. Are you nuts? The vaccine is highly effective. Oops, it looks like the highly vaccinated Israelis are having a major outbreak. They are. Get the vaccine or lose your job. Right, I mean, right, yeah. are you following on that? Are you keeping up? This is what Chaos. the reality is in living in a post-truth world. And it doesn't matter whether it's a church, whether it's a business, whether it's a personal relationship, which is why we need to get grounded into God's word. Absolutely. Let's get back to Andrew Moore's little note here. Let's he said, do. they want us shell-shocked with rapidly changing information overload, which leads to option paralysis and fear. Yeah, exactly. When people are in a state of fear coupled with option paralysis, they are very susceptible to manipulation and easy to control. Oh, that's interesting. And I've been there and I've seen other people there where there's so much information flying around and uh, so many choices, so many possibilities that you don't know what to do and even what like when it comes to the vaccine there's what like four different vaccines to choose from which one do you gonna get like what yeah you know you, before it was always here's the vaccine <laughs> this is the vaccine here you know yeah, no, there's, so it's crazy we, yeah. we've, we've done our little uh soapbox about vaccines yeah. a couple months ago on the podcast it's more about the information confusion Absolutely. that I am seeing on the common streets of America. I talked to a pastor friend of mine, mm-hmm. and he was talking about somebody who was behaving very similar to what I see sometimes. Sure. And he called them incredible, how do you say it, biblical lightweights okay. who think they're spiritually... Um, I think like like the Hulk. They think yeah. they're the spiritual muscle bound. Yeah, right, right. I, I just lost my train of thought as to what he actually said. But the bottom line is, they're 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 basically punks who are spiritual lightweights. They're <laughs> biblical lightweights, but they think they're these these huge heroes of the faith. Right. And that's where we need to continue to humble ourselves. But I think some of it comes out of this confusion of living in a post-truth world because your truth doesn't have to be my truth my truth doesn't i mean we don't even have to decide what bathroom we want to go into until we wake up that day (laughs) no wonder people are confused (laughs) i mean are you keeping up this is the reality of living with who we are so they want us shell-shocked with rapidly changing information overload which leads to like we said the option paralysis and fear you have these options of believing what you really want and all the while you worry about a virus 
that statistically you have a 99% chance of surviving with the immune system God gave you. Mm -hmm. Think of that. But they're transferring trillions of dollars in wealth to themselves and shutting up each and every every last voice that is of dissent while doing it. Mm -hmm. Because if they can keep you confused, then nothing is accurate. And think about the impact. I don't know if Andrew really thinks about that. He always signs his his notes, Jesus is King. But I don't know if he understands how troubling that is for the authentic gospel message. When anybody can be believed, and even if it's outrageous, and anybody can can, can have an opinion that, that is just as right as anybody else's right you know it doesn't matter what my dna says it doesn't matter what you know the the bio biology says i can choose my own gender today that's a thumb in the eye of god and a nation a world a church a relationship a family cannot stand with that kind of truth confusion well now apply it to the gospel message and we hear even in the bible itself as the church was just beginning there were already circumstances where people were preaching a different christ a different gospel and uh the writers of the of the bible warned us about that well now that has become uh, the trendy thing to do is just keep your options open and everybody's legitimate and you can't have just one way that's right. Mm-hmm. They all have to be right. So if you're coming into the world of Christianity, you come into the world of, I'm going to read the Bible and I want to sit at the feet of a teacher who is who is well-versed in the scriptures uh, it doesn't really matter anymore what they say mm-hmm. he, because what, you know, with the whole your truth doesn't have to be my truth, mm-hmm. it's just, it, it all becomes, you know, when you have all the beautiful colors, but yeah. when you mix and mix and mix and mix and you mix, eventually it's just brown. Yeah. That's all you're left with is this muddy, poopy brown. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I thought it. I wasn't going to say it. Everybody you... thought it. That's why I said it. Hey, some people are too did like, I thought there'd be news to amuse today. Where's the funny stories on a Monday? No, but I mean, each color is so beautiful. But when it gets so muddled, all yeah. you're left with is just brown garbage. Well, here's the reality. In a post-truth world, anything goes. Chaos reigns. It's exhausting and impossible to keep up with by design. It's meant to drain you mentally, physically, spiritually, so that you submit to their control. Mm -hmm. Andrew says, don't. Do not give them an inch. Do not comply. Stand your ground and hold the line. And Christians... What do Christians do? They reject the post-truth world. We have absolute truth in Jesus Christ and his gospel as a firm foundation on which to stand. God is our authority, not the CDC, not the Biden administration, not the WHO, nor the talking heads on CNN and Fox News. The darkness of chaos... In the darkness of chaos, Jesus is the light that yep. leads us to salvation. And whatever it, you're going yeah. through, whether it's a relationship problem, whether it's a church issue, whether it's a neighborhood issue, and you know, whether it's Employment. something at your job. Yeah, uh, yeah I was just going to go there. And across the country, don't let the chaos rage. Look to Jesus, the author and finisher yeah. of our faith. The fundamental truth of the gospel, now more than ever, we need 
the truth. We need saving and we need order in our life. And so you might have to turn off the news. You might have to just, you know, I've cut way back on Facebook because there's just certain posts. My, My news feed is getting fed in Facebook with just these weird liberal people I've never even heard of promoting right. a liberal agenda in a way that's making me want to say, well, that's kind of accurate. Right. My Facebook recently, you know how Facebook picks ads for you. Right now, all the ads that I'm getting are for Muslim fashion. Yeah, it's I like, saw that. They, they, what? Now I'm getting, but, I'm getting Wiccan and witch stuff for Halloween. Yeah? Which wow. is crazy. Yeah, it is. It is. But it's all meant to, as you're on your social media, it's meant to, so that it appears to you as this is the norm now. Yeah, this, this is what is, everybody's this into. This is average. Yeah. This, is what's, this is what's popular. This is mm-hmm. what's out there. And if you shut that off and you go outside and you talk to people, you'll realize that it, it's not what the world is not what social media is telling you that it is so here's my big crescendo point all and right. i'm going to turn to the scriptures very good all right the big crescendo point is now more than ever you and i and emily we need to set our differences aside if we love jesus and we need to come together under the banner of the gospel mm-hmm. and to share the gospel with abandon proverbs twenty seven seventeen says iron sharpens iron so people can improve each other there you go ecclesiastes 4 9 says two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed first yeah. corinthians 1 10 says you must get along with each other you must learn to be considerate of one another cultivating a life in common there you go. it's hard to have that life in common in a world of that where, where truth has just been you know completely devoid when yeah. a post-truth world where you can't even you know say hey that tree fell down on my property i'll clean it up no that fell on my property i'll clean it up you don't get arguments like that you get why is your tree partly on my you get what i'm saying it's like we gotta try to get along yeah you know god's call to the human race is unity in christ not just unity for unity's sake but unity in christ and it's really interesting now like we're watching all these mandates that come and what are we supposed to do we're supposed to cover our faces what what do we miss when we cover our faces? We miss human facial recognition. Mm-hmm. You know, picking on, on picking up on on small cues, smiling at one another. None of my jokes you know? in the checkout line work with a mask on. Just they so you don't. know, don't. And the six... I just come across as abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> Where before, with a wink and a smile, everybody would laugh. Now it they just like, who's, yeah. who's the short, ornery guy? <laughs> covers up two-thirds of your cuteness and so uh yeah and six feet apart and don't gather for the holidays and they're trying to isolate you so yeah we need to rebel against that and when i say rebel against that i mean like you think of the great icons of faith in the bible when the rulers of the world said you will you will worship whoever the king was or whoever the emperor was or whatever they, and they said, no, we're going to still worship God. Do you want to hear a quote from A.W. Tozer I'm going to be posting on either Lifehouse Church, Bible Idiots, or the Chris Danielson Facebook page this Absolutely. week? Absolutely. It's A.W. Tozer. The quote is, we are, at, in our safe state, we are holy rebels oh who are God. running loose on this planet with full access to the throne of the creator God. That <laughs> holy t- rebels. Yes. We should get t-shirts that just say HR on them. Holy rebels. <laughs> Aren't you the Bible idiots? Yep. 
and we're holy rebels as well. Holy Last rebels, scripture of the yeah. day, and then you got final thoughts. All right. Ecclesiastes 4.12 says, A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily bro- broken. Yeah, yeah, that division that Satan loves to create be on your guard for that i think that's i think that's the big thing right now is he is dividing dividing churches dividing people individuals families communities um political spectrums that's what he's in the business of doing is dividing and so the only way for that not to happen is for those who are in christ jesus to stay focused on christ jesus not focused on their neighbor or the person they want to be with or the person or the family member or whatever or unity for unity's sake Mm -hmm. but focused on christ alone that unity will take place place and so we have to strive for that we have to set our sights on eternal things hey that's going to do it for us on behalf of my best friend and bride emily my name is chris get into the word of god this week but also go to bibleidiots.com send us an email upper left hand corner is the email address and consider making a donation i want to give a shout out to someone who just did that yeah last week we uh got a a a new donation from a new person i don't know the name Mm -hmm. but i'm going to find out who this person is i want to send them a personal thank you adam god bless you and thank you for standing with us here at BibleIdiots.com. So, listen, have a great week. It's Monday. Wednesday's long-form teaching is going to be a good message this week. It's from me, so I say that kind of shaky. But it could be. (laughs) It could really be a good message. Friday. The the bishop was there. It was a good message. Friday, we're going to hopefully come back with the mailbag. Emily's got devotions and and more. Again, BibleIdiots.com. Have a great week as you go and serve your king.